Welcome to Terrible People, Terrible Podcast. Sketch comedy for jerks. You can see Terrible People live at Improv Boston, Saturday, August 19th at 11.30 p.m. and every third Saturday of the month, 11.30 p.m. at Improv Boston. Follow us on Twitter at Terrible Peeps or hit us up on Facebook. You're listening to Terrible People, Terrible Podcast. watched any of those cooking shows oh you, yeah like, are you like a, I'm, i watched hell's kitchen oh, that's too huge fan of hell's kitchen yeah i i, I couldn't uh i wasn't allowed my uh fiance won't let me watch um uh master chef jr with her anymore because all i would do is make fun of the children well yeah what what other point is there to watch that show <laughs> i don't know but there was this one kid and he looked like uh like the state puff marshmallow man mixed with a fish and every time he came on, I go, oh, wait, no. So you're making fun of the kids because of how they look? Oh, 100% yes. Oh, well, then you're an asshole. <laughs> and welcome back to the Hardcore Kitchen Masters final. Veronica, Steve, you've both cooked us what is hopefully the very finest meal of your life. You've both been through so much and have grown as both people and chefs over this journey. Tell us, what would it mean to win and become America's brand new hardcore kitchen master. Steve? Oh, man. Uh, Birchall, Teresa Bram, I don't think I can express what this means to me. It's been my lifelong dream to run my own restaurant, and if I'm chosen as the next hardcore kitchen master, I'll know I'm on that path. Well put, Steve. Veronica, what does it mean to you to have the chance to be the next Hardcore kitchen master. Well, it, it would, it would honestly, it would mean the world to me because I'm sorry. Um, my dad was the one that got me interested in cooking, and just you know, really pushed me to be the best and succeed. And and he passed away a few weeks ago. Oh no. Uh, but I know he's watching no. over me, and as he's so proud right now. Dad, tonight I cooked for you. That's so touching. Wow, what a sad story. I think I speak for all of us when I say, we wish you the best of luck. Steve, if you could bring us- Yeah, I actually wasn't uh, quite done with um, what this victory would mean to me. Uh, well- Because actually, like, uh, my granddad, who was also the one that taught me to cook in a soup kitchen, died before he could see me compete in Hardcore Kitchen Master 2. And because he was the one that pulled me out of a life of crime and refocused me into the life of a chef, I bet he's even more proud looking down on me from heaven. That's a truly heartbreaking story. I hope by the end of this, your grandfather will be truly proud up there. In heaven. Exactly. Of course, it's a good thing uh, my dad didn't have to save me from a life of crime as he was so busy being a firefighter. (gasps) I remember helping him cook dinner at the firehouse for the other firefighters tired and hungry from being an American hero, when he would say, Veronica, I only want two things. For firefighters to truly be recognized as the heroes, I repeat, heroes they are, and for you to win Hardcore Kitchen Masters. It's just too di- it's, just, it's just too bad he died before he could see either of those things happen. Well, that is- Yeah, of course my grandfather wasn't a hero firefighter like Veronica's. Yeah. Yeah, he had to settle instead for being a World War II veteran and a 9-11 first responder. Son of a bitch. Wait, 
I thought you said he wasn't a firefighter. He wasn't, Teresa. He just responded first. Oh. Oh, come on. In fact, uh, here's a picture of him I carry in my wallet. It's him at ground zero, saving dogs. So heroic. What? You just drew that on a piece of paper. It's a rendition of a memory. Of course, I'd love to show you a picture of my dad. Unfortunately, uh, we lost them all in Hurricane Katrina, which he lived through before he died, never seeing me attain my lifelong goal to win hardcore kitchen math. You know, I can still remember my grandfather looking up at me from his deathbed, draped in old glory, summoning the strength to say his last words, which were, and I quote, if you don't win hardcore kitchen master, then my entire life as an American veteran, dog fighting dog rehabilitator, and a Christian that believes in God will be completely meaningless. My dad was the guy that cured polio. No way, that dude was black. Okay, was okay, black. okay. I think we all get a clear understanding of what this means to you. Too clear, to be honest. And the winner of Hardcore Kitchen Masters is the new Hardcore Kitchen Master. Veronica, because Steve, your grandfather's right over there in the audience. So proud of you, Steve. Fuck you, Grandpa. Hey, Steve and Matt. Hey, Ben. Hey, Matt and Ben. What? Hi, Steve. Uh, how many times have you guys been to the strip club? Once. That checks out. <laughs> hey, Freddie, how you liking the strip club so far? I don't know, Mike. My high life was like 12 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that strip club premium is a bitch. It's not like I don't love titties and all that, but I just kind of feel bad, you know? Halfway through that lap dance he bought me, the stripper asked me if we went to high school together. Oh, shit. That is hot as fuck. If you say so, Mike. <laughs> just relax, man, all right? These chicks love it. All right, you know, do, do you have any idea how much money they make? Not enough to cover up those C-section skirts. Okay, all right. Just, just calm down, okay, man? This is supposed to be fun. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. You know what? I'm having fun. All right. Okay, that was Mercedes. Let's hear a big round of applause for yeah. Mercedes. Are these seats taken? Uh, no. Yeah, that's fine. That's my daughter. What? Up on stage at Ballers, the best club on Route 1. Can you just believe it? Go, baby! Go, baby, we love you! Oh, wow, wow, that's, that's super cool. Get low, Savannah. You, you call that low? I want that ass to pop. I've had our little Savannah in training since she was eight, youngest girl in her class. We are very proud of you, baby. Nice work. She has worked so hard. You better start underlaying that vagina, Savannah. Girls on the dance team, underlay or they go home. Eight years old, you say? The wife says you gotta start him young if you want him to be the best. Nice nipple lick, baby. You make those penises erect for your daddy and mommy now. Well, she is doing a great job for me. Well, thank you, young man. We are very proud of our little lady. Yeah. You don't name your baby Savannah if you don't want her to be the best at stripping. Well, that's <laughs> oh, I swear to Christ, Savannah, if you go up that pole, you better be willing to starfish it all the way down. I want that pole looking like a gang of snails went down it. Savannah, do you hear me? Pole 
is for winners. Hey, you boys want to give her a dollar? What? Hell yes. Felix. Oh, oh, sorry. There you go, boys. Make it rain. Oh, if you give her that there 20, she'll let you put it in her precious little hiding. That's true. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. You call that star fishing? Looks like a roast beef sandwich kissing its grandma, Savannah. Yeah, it does. You don't deserve titty glitter right now. Come on, give her a tip. She does this thing with a banana oh, you won't oh, believe. Oh, oh, oh there oh, she goes. I told you. Come on, give her a tip. Slide it right into her G-string in my baby's coochie. Yeah, really, I'm okay. Why don't you want to give my daughter a stripping tip? Oh. She not sexy enough for you? Huh? No. Huh? She's very pretty. I remember when she did a strip tease for our family at Christmas dinner. Oh, One year when she was five. And her grandmother looked her in the eye and said, you're special. You follow that dream. Are you saying my dead mother, a saint of a woman, was a liar? What the fuck, man? Oh, uh, shit, are those ping pong balls? <gasps> sure are they, sure You are. didn't tell me you were having her do ping pong balls. Is she ready? That's very advanced. Felix, you want your daughter to be the best? Well, the best shoot ping pong balls. Well, I just, I'm just hoping. Am I wasting my time here, Felix? If she's gonna make it to Vegas, I need total commitment. Do you want our baby to be 40, doing squid rubs and soapy claw machine no. thrusts for trucker nickels with a no. fuzzy grape? Or do no. you want her to be a star? I just want to make sure she's ready. I said we are in, Felix. Okay. No. You can do this, baby. Daddy loves you. That's right. Now you shoot those ping pong balls out of your vagina for your daddy. This is really fucked up. Yeah, it is. You wanted this, Savannah. Now is the time you prove yourself to me. Oh, That's oh right. yes. That's right. Oh, Look at that. I want She oh. did it. Savannah, speed and accuracy, Savannah. Speed and accuracy. I love you so much. Move those hips. Compress that pussy and pop. Oh, it's her grand finale, boys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's give it all the way up for Savannah. Yeah. Oh, here she Woo. comes now. Okay, okay. How was I, Mommy and Daddy? Acceptable. Let's get you some ice cream, princess. Okay. Y'all take care now. Dude, I told you this strip club is awesome. Let's, let's get out of here. I'm going to need a moment before I... Stand up. Oh shit, Freddy's got a boner. <laughs> are, you, are you crying? I just wish my parents supported me like that. Hey Ashley, you ever burn shit? Hey Anthony. <laughs> no, actually I haven't. False pretenses. Uh, my brother burned some shit though. No. Uh, I was a good girl. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so I was uh, home one day reading a book and wearing a skirt that covered my ankles and my brother came, thank you, and uh, my brother just sitting at home preserving my virginity and my brother came in like sweaty and panicked and like slammed the door behind him and just like sunk down to the floor and was freaking out and I was like, what's wrong? And then I hear sirens <laughs> and he's like, Ashley, you know that, you know that house in the woods, the, the old one that's covered in like Nazi graffiti? Uh, yeah, I do know that because we've gone in there and then got scared. Like, I was scared out of my mind. I was like, we need to leave this creepy abandoned house covered in Nazi graffiti. And he's like, so I was playing in there with uh, my friends, Mark and Scott. And um, um, so, mm, and the sirens are getting louder. And I'm like, 
you burn that house down, Josh? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's on. It's on. It's a big fire. It's. A, I think it's gonna burn down. And he's like, I'm gonna have to tell mom. And I was like, don't tell mom. Do not tell mom. And he's like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to keep this from mom. And then of course, as soon as she got in the house, I was like, don't making faces. But like, do not tell mom. She's scary. Do not tell mom. And if, of course, as soon as she came, he breaks down into like 15 year old tears. And then like, my mom it feels so bad to see my asshole brother crying that she barely punished him. She was like, it's okay, it's okay. They'll never know it was you. <laughs> but now, now they do. Help, please! Somebody help! Hey, ma- ma'am, ma'am, County Fire Department, move away from the building or I just blaze is getting out of My baby's stuck in there! In the building? Yes, you have to save him! That building is on fire! Please! It's, it's gonna be so hot in there! You know how hot No! Fire is? It's gonna be like a thousand degrees! Please! Can you just have, like, another baby? <laughs> This has to be right away. You can get a pet first for the boy, but, you know, when you're ready. Ma'am, I'm going to need you to stand back. Chief, what's the problem here? My baby is stuck up there, and this man won't rescue him. Are you serious? But it's so hot up there. That's what I said. It's got to be like 2,000 degrees. What, what about that big ladder on the truck that can just reach the top floor? The baby's on the top floor? Oh, my God, that is so high up. Does the ladder even go up that high? I hate heights. What about a trampoline? Trampoline? Does it look like Nadia Komanichi? Please, there has to be something that you can do. Uh, how about you just have another baby? Ma'am, I hate to do this to you, but do you mind taking a step back? Mayor Shepard! That's right, I'm a lady mayor. And I can't have my constituents getting hurt by falling debris. Mayor oh, Shepard! Please, tell these men they have to help me. Well, what in the heck is going on? My baby is trapped in the burning building, and these men won't do anything to help. Oh, my God. But that building is on fire. It's got to be, like, 3,000 degrees up there. That's what I said. Have you considered just having another baby? Couple. That's it. If none of you will help me, I'm just going to have to do it myself. Can I still count on your vote this fall? No! Good evening, I'm Sam Jefferson, down here at the scene of a three-alarm fire. We've just gotten word that there is a baby trapped on the top floor, and that the mother has entered the building in an attempt to save it. This, of course, begs the question, doesn't she know how hot it is in there? It must be like 4,000 degrees! Seriously. And I, like so many of our viewers at home, am left wondering, why not just have another baby? This guy gets it! She's back. Where's the baby? Were you able to save it? It's so hot up there. It must be like 4,000 degrees. That's what I said! I'm just going to have another baby. Who wants to help? Yeah! So, uh, my grandpa, who was a great guy, uh, was one of those people that would just (laughs) never curse. Like, he, he could accidentally, like, drive a nail through his hand. He'd say, ah, sugar, got the, yeah, that's really in there. But the only time profanity would ever slip out is if you got him going on a really good World War II story. Because, you know, he would say something like, hey, you know, that was uh, you know, the four weeks on this island, we ate nothing but beans. Man, those Japanese were assholes. <laughs> That's the only time he ever cursed. It was well, amazing. Well, they are assholes. 
Oh, without a doubt, yes. Yes. Ah, oh, son of a bitch! Hey there, Phil. Whoa, watch the language. Oh, I'm sorry, Tom. It's a super report. I can't get a handle on this shit. Oh, damn it, I'm sorry. Apparently you can't get a handle on that swearing problem there either, friend. <laughs> That's true, Tom. Melissa's been complaining about it, especially now that we have a kid on the way. Hey, Tom, you never seem to swear. What's your secret? Well, it wasn't always like that, Phil. You know, before me and the missus had the youngins, I used to swear like a drunken Portuguese sailor. I tried paying a penny into the jar, crossing myself. I even slammed my own jumblies into the door, but nothing seemed to work. I just couldn't match the release of a good old-fashioned curse. Until I stumbled upon the answer. What'd you do, Tom? I'll, I'll try literally anything. I just cut off the tail. Cut off the tail? What do you mean? Well, I took the word in question and cut off the end. So, for instance, asshole becomes A-H. Or, son of a bitch, becomes son of a B. Wow. That way you have all the release of a good old-fashioned cuss without incurring judgment from those around you. Go on. Give it a try. Uh, okay. Um, well, how do I start? Well, uh, instead of saying, uh, son of a bitch... This work is a bunch of bullshit. You just say, son of a bee. This work is a bunch of BS. Okay, uh, yeah, um, son of a bee. This work is a bunch of BS. Wow, that really works, Tom. (laughs) And you can say that in front of the Pope himself and nobody would judge you for it. Man, you have really opened up my eyes. Well-adjusted family life, here I come. (laughs) You know, Phil, it's even more useful around the office. For instance... I can't say to you that the new receptionist is a fine-looking woman without getting into trouble with HR. (laughs) But I can say that that new receptionist has a fine, big old set of T's, and I'd like to take a big old bite out of her big juicy A, (laughs) and nobody would be the wiser. You sly dog. (laughs) Or or I could say, uh, hey, you you know Jose, uh, who got that promotion? That GDWBS. I could say all that without the PC police getting all up in my AH. Uh, I guess that's true. I mean, it's great. I mean, I can tell you that your pink polo shirt makes you look like an MF and F from San Francisco that enjoys other men J-ing in your A. And it's just a joke between two friends. I, I, I don't think that you can say that. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute, you son of a bee. Gotta get the phone. Hello. Oh, hello, Marcy. It's the wife. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My daughter did what? What? The F, Marcy. What? The F. Look, you tell that GDW of a daughter of mine that if she wants to be a C-dumpster for her boyfriend and all of his N-word friends, she can do it under someone else's roof. Uh, and if that little piece of S is not home by the time um, I get FN and home, I am going to R her right in the A until uh, she bleeds. You understand me, Marcy? Huh? You stupid effing piece of MF and WS? I am gonna P her L and JK all over your TYXF for letting her! Uh, uh, you see, Phil? Works like a charm. Nobody's the wiser. Um. Let's go get lunch. Hey. 
Alan, you ever had any uh, brush-ins with famous people? All the fucking time, dude. Uh, I'm jealous. But, yeah, I know. One time I was um, <clears throat> I was working. I worked at uh, Starbucks, and uh, I was I worked in um, Upper East Side of Manhattan. And Chris Noth came in. Do you know who that is? No. He's from uh, from Sex in the City, and Big. yeah, Mr. Big from Sex in the City. So he came in, and uh, like every actor in New York, he was wearing a leather jacket and had a mustache, and he was standing in line, and the guy behind him kept on like doing the like glance over your shoulder th- over his shoulder thing be like oh is that chris noth oh, is that chris noth so chris noth got his latte or whatever and he turned around and the guy was standing about about a centimeter away from his nose and he goes hey man i love what you do <laughs> and chris noth is like oh well thank you very much he goes no no hey, hey no no i love what you do and then he followed chris noth out of that starbucks and chris noth has never been seen again <laughs> Did the barista be like, uh, mocha for Chris Noth? <laughs> no, but when <laughs> when uh, Mary-Kate Olsen came in, she was trying to hide behind a garbage Wait, can. Wait, what fucking Starbucks is this? It's number, dude, they're, they're celebrities are, are thick in the water in New York, baby. And uh, she like gave a fake name, and I was like, Mary-Kate Olsen! <laughs> Mary-Kate! And then her, her uh, nine-foot bodyguard told me to stop, so I did. Because it was Ashley. Hi, welcome to Nifty Nails. How can I help you? Hi, I have a two o'clock appointment. Okay, let me see. Nancy? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're with Kenneth right over here. Oh. Uh, just, uh, you know, sit down, relax. If you need any water or tea, you just let me know. And <laughs> I love your top, by the way. <laughs> oh my God, thank you so much. No problem at all. Hey, Amy? <gasps> oh God, there you are. Judas! What? Judas! This is Kerrigan! What? This is Izzy Kerrigan, the Olympic skater. She won the silver medal. Really? Yes, really. This is Izzy Kerrigan, Olympic champion. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. This is Izzy Kerrigan, Tony Harden. Oh, right. They were both skaters, right? Don't look. Of course they're both skaters. Are you serious? Just Galloway. Who's that? Another skater? Are or? you serious? He hit Nancy Kerrigan in the knee. What? Why? So she won the Olympics. Nancy Kerrigan. No, Tony Harden. Are you serious? Hi, hey guys, uh, what's going on? Uh, why aren't you at your front desk, Laura? I'm sorry, Frank. Amy was just pointing out that the- Oh my god! Do you know who that is? That's a Kerrigan! I know, right? That's a Kerrigan Olympic skater! Oh, I heard. Tanya Harding! That's what I'm saying! Jeff Galuli! She got hit in the knee! Don't you know she overcame adversity? Oh my god, that's just a Kerrigan! I'm freaking out! I need my- <laughs> All over my face. Can you just back up a little so bit? So what? That's Nancy Kerrigan. She won the gold medal. She won the silver medal. She won the silver medal. Um, excuse me. <gasps> Hi. Hi. Uh, Hi. I'm all done. Can I pay? I, of course. I'm so sorry about that. Get out of her way. I just want to say we know who you are. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You're Nancy Kerrigan. Go, 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 go. Uh, Guilty? Uh, we are huge fans, and there's something that we've always wanted to give you and to say to you if we ever met you. Oh, how sweet. What is it, honey? Amy, now! Oh, God, not again! That's for only winning the silver medal and costing us our fairytale ending, Nurse Kerrigan! Fuck you, Nurse Kerrigan! My fucking me! You can see Terrible People live at Improv Boston, Saturday, August 19th at 11.30 p.m. and every third Saturday of the month, 11.30 p.m. at Improv Boston. Follow us on Twitter at Terrible Peeps or hit us up on Facebook. Thank you for listening to Terrible People, Terrible Podcast. Sketch comedy for jerks. <laughs>